Hi there, and welcome to this podcast, The Three Taboos, Cancer, Grief and Mental Health, where I open up the conversations about the subjects that affect us most, but that equally scare us the most. The things we'd rather hide away from than discuss. If you don't know me, I'm Tabby Kerwin, and I love to talk about things that matter. I love to host conversations about taboo subjects and just generally encourage people to talk, share and communicate for better mental health and to deal with the challenges that life puts our way. Who am I and why am I hosting this podcast? Well, I'm a published writer, conversationalist, performance coach and mental health advocate and trainer. I'm not a mental health professional, therapist or psychologist, but I am a mental health first aider and first aid instructor, and I am constantly learning and developing my knowledge and skills in the field of mental health. Based on my knowledge as a trained musical performer and my own lived experience of mental health issues, cancer and grief following the death of my husband in 2018, brother in 2014 and father when I was just 16 years old, I host open and honest conversations on these topics that are considered taboos. Please note that whilst none of the content in this podcast is meant to shock and is delivered in an open and honest, safe and light way, chats often contain references to suicide, self-harm, cancer, death and other mental health related issues. Please look after yourself and be aware of any of your own triggers and seek appropriate support and professional advice for any issues that you may be experiencing. Much love and enjoy the podcast. There are so many ways you can experience grief and right now as the world is on lockdown from a global pandemic maybe more people than ever are experiencing the emotional roller coaster that is grief. I'm no stranger to grief. I've learned to live with it following the deaths of my husband, brother and my father when I was just 16 years old. But grief isn't just experienced from death. It could be the loss of a job, work or business, a relationship or a pet. It could be the consequence of not being able to do the things and see the people you love due to lockdown. It could be the feeling of isolation and loneliness, the loss of your lifestyle and routine as you know it, and the not being able to be there for others as you once had. We need to start the conversations about the tough and taboo subjects, such as grief and mental health. They'll not become less scary if we don't talk about them, but by opening up and sharing our experiences, we can create more resilience and help and support ourselves and others. Today, I want to talk about something that I've called the art of grief. It's not the sadness, but the beauty and the love that can come from grief. I share my experiences and my truth of grief, and I want to share how I learned to manage and live with it and move forward, whatever the cause of your grief. I titled it The Art of Grief because having experienced, thought and spoken about the subject in some depth and for some time now, I've come to the conclusion that grief is like a work of art. It's messy and unique. It's sometimes difficult to understand. It's striking and bold or subtle and unclear. And sometimes it's utterly beautiful and full of love. The understanding and feeling of grief, like art, is personal to the person viewing and experiencing it. None of us will ever experience, live or feel it in the same way. I get the messy and difficult, but how is grief beautiful? 
I, I can hear you asking me that right now. No, I'm not completely delusional, but most of the time I choose to embrace, embrace my grief as one of the most beautiful things I have in my life. It's every moment and every memory and expression of love and happiness that paints the most vivid pictures that bring a smile and an overwhelming feeling of love and gratitude. That is beautiful. The memories and the reflection of all that was and is still amazing in my life. Grief is something that we will all experience at some point. And as we're witnessing this global pandemic, we're faced with it daily in the news, with news of death and loss of people we both know and complete strangers. We witness how grief becomes a reality for, for us all. COVID-19 has not only changed our way of life, but the way of death here too. In the UK, we're living in a world where no loved ones can be at the hospital bedside of those in pain and dying and limits of five people at a funeral. For those losing loved ones during this time of global uncertainty and lockdown, my heart breaks for you. I have so much gratitude for the fact I could hold my husband until he took his very last breath. I could reassure him and tell him I love him. He too died in the same way as many victims of coronavirus, not from the cancer that he had been fighting and been living with for four months, but the complications that led to ARDS, acute respiratory distress syndrome. It was a heartbreaking battle with oxygen, the necessity that keeps us alive and breathing, that he couldn't overcome and the ventilators and oxygen just weren't enough. He was weak and compromised, but he had me by his side. Regardless of how someone dies, whatever our experience of our loss, the emotions and feelings are real, strong, unique and personal. I'm not just talking about grief as a consequence of death from a virus, though. Millions of people like me are already living with grief and many will experience the death of friends and family during this time of lockdown due to natural causes, other illnesses, accident or suicide. Factor into this that death is not the only way to experience grief and you soon see that many of us are experiencing something that is still a taboo subject and yet no one wants to talk about it. But you know me by now. I'll start the conversations about grief and mental health and, and any other taboo subject because it's important, it's necessary. And by talking, we can better understand, empathise and support ourselves and others. By lifting the mask on our grief, we show a beautiful honesty that can truly help support and strengthen people around us. So how else can we experience grief if it's not always about death? As I said before, it could be the loss of a job, work or a business a relationship or a pet. It could be the consequence of not being able to do the things as we've always done them due to this lockdown or the feeling of isolation and loneliness from being stuck at home, the loss of the lifestyle and routine that we used to have. Today, as a self-employed business owner in an economically unstable climate, I can also feel the pressure mounting to not lose my business. The possibility and pressure is real. And if my business didn't make it, I know I would mourn and grieve that loss for years to come. The thought that every moment of hard work I had put in over the last 12 years, every part of the legacy of my husband and all he worked hard for are just gone, it doesn't bear thinking about. There are so many ways you can experience grief and right now, as the world is on lockdown, maybe more people than ever experiencing the roller, emotional roller coaster that is grief. Now add that feeling onto the shoulders of those living with grief following death and you can see why, for the benefit of better mental health, we need to be talking more about this subject. 
this is why I'm happy to talk honestly based on my personal experience and also share with you a few ways I found that can help to help ourselves whilst we settle into cohabitation with grief. I've got five tips for living with grief that I want to share with you now. The first is to keep talking and sharing. Open, honest, non-judgmental conversation not only makes us feel better, but empathy and sharing experiences can help others to both understand and know they are not alone. The second one is to allow yourself to feel your emotions. You will experience everything from happiness to sadness, frustration, anger, anxiety, joy, love, pain, and so much more, often within the space of the same minute. Embrace those feelings and feel them in all their weirdness, inappropriateness and confusing ways they fire at you. This is good and normal to feel something. The third one is to build your resilience. I honestly believe you don't ever get over grief. It doesn't go away. But instead, it becomes a part of us which we embrace, manage and coexist with. Whilst you accept it won't go away, work on building resilience which will be the key to you managing and living with it day to day harmoniously. My next tip is, tip is don't feel guilt or shame. You must never feel guilt or shame for feeling your emotions and living with grief or your response to grief, regardless of why you are grieving or how long you've been experiencing it. There are no rules, boundaries or timescales. Your experience is unique to you, but building your resilience will help massively improve your response to grief and how you continue to move forwards at the same time as learning to live with it. My fifth tip of these five is love yourself. Yes, learn to love yourself exactly as you are. This means being kind to yourself, looking after yourself and becoming resilient and strong to be the happiest version of yourself, even in the times that feel the hardest. Focus on the things that are good for you and don't be concerned with the uninvited opinion of others. There isn't a day that goes by when I don't think about and feel a whole ocean of emotions following the deaths of my husband, my dad, my brother, my pets, my friends, other family and complete strangers. But alongside the pain and sadness, there is so much love, beauty and gratitude. And this is what I hold on to, what makes me smile and create my happiness. Grief in any form and for any reason is cruel. It is an emotional baseball bat with a mind of its own and by hell, it knows how to take a massive swipe when we least expect it. We can't control it, but we can control our response to it and that is going to be the single action that helps you manage it, controlling your response. Grief is and will be a part of all our lives. Let's just talk about it, make it less taboo and in the process help ourselves be less scared and try instead to see and focus on the beauty, happiness and love of memories that paint the art of grief. Thank you so much for listening today. Storytelling is one of the oldest forms of communication, so that's why this podcast is full of stories and experiences of my own and some amazing guests which I hope will help you build resilience, feel hope and find happiness when you need it most. That's what I'm here to do support you through the highs and lows. Consider me your coach, confidant, champion and cheerleader. We all have mental health with one in four of us experiencing mental ill health at any one time. We will all experience grief and one in two of us will be affected by cancer. So it's time to start talking about these things in an open and honest way to support ourselves and each other. 
If you haven't read my book yet, The Three Taboos, Cancer, Grief and Mental Health, you can find out more details at www.mode4.co.uk. And if you want to join in the conversations about taboo subjects, then why not join my Facebook community, The Three Taboos, at www.facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash The Three Taboos. I'm so grateful to all of you that take the time to listen to this podcast. And of course, to the amazing people that have joined me to talk about really important subjects and share their personal experiences in an open, honest and light way. The topics may be taboos, they may be serious, but in this podcast, you will experience all the positives, smiles, love and laughter that come from the darkest of times. I hope you enjoy it and will join me in the future conversations. If you do enjoy it, don't forget to subscribe and leave a review. I look forward to you joining me again next time.